What's next? Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. Well, welcome to another episode of What's Next. Um, you guys, you guys know I've said that I would be um, looking forward to bringing on guests on the show and um, just talking about different topics. And the premise of the show has been the whole "What's Next" thing, and for different situations. And as I've said, there'll be some lighthearted things. There'll be things of tragedies. There'll be loss. There'll be hurt. There'll be uh, all kinds of topics. Um, and so today, I have the privilege of actually having a guest on the show today. Um, so. Uh, and uh, not more than just acquaintance, but a friend um, that I've come to know here uh, in the last recent months that I feel like uh, it's been a pretty cool relationship that uh, I feel like was one of those divine intervention. Um, you know, God kind of uh, brought us together. And uh, so I have the privilege of uh, having Andre on. Andre? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm excited, you know, to be here. My first podcast. You know, with Mr. Tim, make him feel all old, call him Mr. Um, but I'm <laughs> excited. <for> yeah, <laughs> I'm excited, you know, to be here and uh, share the story and get it rock and rolling. Yep. And I think his story is one that um, for me, um, I had really you know, never really uh, met anyone that's kind of directly gone through what he's gone through. And so when he began to share the story with me and we were talking about it and I mentioned the podcast, you know, he was first one's like hey you know uh there's an opportunity and of course i was like yeah you know i'm looking to have people on and so i feel like that was another uh, divine appointment for us to be able to meet and and to be able to talk about that so what i'll do is i'm going to go over a couple of quick facts on the subject so what what we're where we're going to go with this is on the subject of epilepsy um but he's going to you know give the more personal side and how that affected him and his family and and kind of tell give him a moment to tell his story um, but some of the things I looked up, just for those of you who uh, may be disconnected or not have uh, full understanding of what surrounds it, because I know I didn't, you know, know all of that. Right. So I know that it says a seizure is an event of altered brain function, which is caused by an abnormal or excessive electrical discharge from brain cells. Right. Um, it, I read that it's uh, said to be one of the most common of neurological disorders. Yeah. Um, it affects up to 1% of the population in the U.S., and more, to, more than 45,000 children are di- diagnosed each year. Right. Um, so it's one of the things I looked up, too, it says what happens during a seizure. Um, it says that they're, I guess, and in, in you'll know more about this per- on a personal level, right. uh, Andre, but uh, staring, unresponsiveness, confusion, jerks, twitches, right. uh, wandering, shaking, falling. Um, it says lip smacking and a few other things. And so, uh, like I said, for somebody like me, you know, I've uh, you know, the closest I've been to it is my brother um, experienced seizure, seizures when he was a baby, but... <laughs> I was so little right. that I don't even recall other than stories of my mother telling me about that when he was an infant. Okay. And, of course, he, I guess, grew out of him because he's never had him. He's right. 30-something years old now. He's right. become an old man himself. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, thank, thank God he hasn't had to experience that. Right. And so, Andre, you're here to kind of talk about your brother, uh, Aaron. Yes. 
um, Aaron Odom. And so, uh, you know, we can do this in one format. I have some questions I want to ask you, but before we do, I kind of want to give you the opportunity to kind of tell your story a little bit, okay. kind of tell us a little bit about Aaron and, and how that whole situation happened. Yeah. You know, he suffered from epilepsy. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to give you a moment to kind of share that story. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And um, again, you know, Tim, thanks for uh, having me on. Um, I believe, like you said, it's a divine intervention while we're here. Um, and I just want to be intentional while I'm here and, and just kind of, you know, help somebody along the way. Um, but growing up, um, let's just get right into it. My brother was like, you know, really close to me. One of my best friends, um, he, uh, he developed, uh, I guess, epilepsy when we were, you know, preteens, you know, 12, 12, 13, he was a little bit older than me. So, you know, I kind of didn't really know about, you know, the disease, you know, at that young of an age, but like going forward, I would soon discover, you know, a lot of things that are about it um, that were going to affect my life, you know, down the line and in, in, in that time period also. Uh, and it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. Now that I look back, you know, on it, I kind of was his caretaker, you know, at an early age and didn't really know it. But now that I look back on it, I was kind of, you know, taking care of him along the process and, and learning new things and, and different things like that. Um, he actually passed away in March of 2012, and uh, I believe that was, you know, that was one of the, you know, roughest, roughest spots of my life, you know, rough, rough patches that I had to go through, um, not just because of just passing away, but who he was to me, you know, in my life as a brother uh, growing up. Um, I was around him the most, you know, growing up, and so, I mean, of course, I had my parents and my sister, but I was like primarily the one that was around him, the one, the most, you know, playing basketball, playing sports. We had normal lives. Um, everything flowed smoothly, but until epilepsy kind of kicked in and our lives changed, you know, because of that. And um, it's uh, it's kind of surreal just kind of looking back on some of the events that happened um, and kind of replaying different situations in my mind. I'm yeah. pretty sure, you know. Everybody across the world who deals with it, I'm not the only one that's like dealt with epilepsy, but it could really, it could really, you know, bring you down to to a level to where, you know, you're kind of like, you know, is this, is this really, you know, the way my life's going to go, you know, am I going to have to deal with this for the rest of my life? And, um, it's kind of just a up in the air type of disease. Cause you never know, you never know with, with, with dealing with epilepsy, you know, it affects so many things. Um, growing up, he didn't really have... A normal um, teenage life, preteen life, growing up, um, you know, you can't drive, you can't get your license. Oh, wow. It affects it affects a lot of you know different things. You you know have like to, normal things we would take for yeah granted. normal things we would take for granted. You know, um, uh, being on a lot of different medications. That's a, another big thing I think in my life that, um, you know, that I I really thought that was going to help the medicine, medication. I thought you know switching to different medications would help would help. But it really didn't slow the disease down. And so I kind of really, at that point in my life, being young and, and realizing that, like, even though he's taking medication and it still was still progressing like it was, that kind of, that was like a light bulb went off in my head. Like, this is, you know, this is more serious than I thought, you know. And so um, I'm just here today and I just want to help people ultimately. Um, just anybody who wants to talk about it, get over it, you know, I'm here. Um, and so, you know, yeah. Yeah, so um, some things you said that, you know, interesting, like, you know, him 
uh, you said he got it, you know, around preteen, so just right. before he hit those teenage years, and and right. you said he passed in twenty twelve. Right. Um, how old was he when he when he passed? He was, what was I twenty five? Twenty five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So barely even ex- ex- that's yeah. that's barely even experience in life. Right. 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 Yeah. Twenty five years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was twenty five. Let me say first, I'm sorry, you know, that you oh, yeah. had to go through that, and yeah. and uh, you know, I don't definitely don't understand losing a brother. I've you know, I've lost my father, and it was in a tragic way, but I I can imagine losing one of my brothers because right. <coughs> you know no, you're close. Even even uh, uh, I think even Jesus says when he talks about the the closeness of relationships, he says the closest is a brother, right? Uh, right. So if that's right. the closest relationship, so I I can't imagine. Um, that first off, you know, I, I my, uh, you know, I'm, there's no words really to say, but uh, right, I'm sorry right. you had to, you had to go through that. Right, yeah. Um, and, uh, so how long has it been since then? Not trying to give your age away or anything. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, what are we in, 19? Wait, so, 19, but we after 19, we, we, man. Yeah, we're, no, uh, we're, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, yeah, oh, you're right, no, it's yeah. 19. Yeah, it's 19, 2019, so, so that's 7, so yeah, we're awesome. <laughs> I need I you, probably, man, it's the best way. Yeah, yeah, you're good. I was probably about, like, 23 when that happened. I'm 30 now, so okay. that was, you know, uh, All right, so, yeah. so. So, so it's been a, it's been a good while. Yeah, it's been a while, it's been a while, yeah. So, um, you know, it's, I, you know, I have some questions, some different things to kind of ask. And yeah. so one of the things is I, I would imagine that going through this, you said you were, you were there, right. so you witnessed a lot of these things. And so maybe right. somebody else who, you know, has a family member that suffers from this or, or is just now being diagnosed or, or right. has a family member that's going to be diagnosed or, yeah. or, or doesn't know, but maybe, you know, because this is, like you said, it's a sudden thing, right? Right. So. Right. For me, if somebody in my family were something were to happen, I wouldn't know what to do. Right. And so right, the right. first question I'd ask is, what do you do? What do you do when you, when this happens? When you see something happen, what do you, what do you, what do you do? Usually, um, what I did um, was let the seizure take its course. Um, you know, make sure their heads, you know, on a soft area. Get a, you know a pillow around their head. Um, with seizures, you got to be careful because sometimes they can swallow their tongue and you know suffocate and so you have to be you know careful of that if you have like a wet towel napkin sometimes they drool um sometime you know they you know shake violently if you're around and um you just have to stay calm um i believe that's you know the biggest um you know thing you can do is stay calm don't panic Uh, especially if you've dealt with it before if you haven't dealt with it before it can be a very like terrifying thing to see your loved one you know in that state yeah but um I think because the what the epilepsy does is you have it, and so that's what seizures are common. And so I think I got to the point with, with my brother where it was just I got numb to it, but I also I became knowledgeable about, you know, what to do in those specific situations. And there's different type of seizures. I think the worst, what he dealt with was grandma, if, is that the correct terminology for it, grandma seizures. Okay. And then there's, you know, little slight seizures where they kind of, you know, go in and out for a little bit and there yeah. might be, you know, some drooling, but um, but nothing like the grandmas. The grandmas are the worst. Those will affect, like, Those will, yeah, the, the full body, right? yeah, yeah, the full body, you know, you know full nine. 
um, with those. And um, another thing, if you know, if they're having you know back-to-back seizures, of course, you know, get you know nine one one on the phone. That's also an important thing, especially if it's your first time dealing with it. You want to call EMS and get the you know paramedics out there just to check them out and see if they're okay. Um, but if if they're having you know you know multiple seizures, you know, uh, especially like over a year span and going through maybe, you know, different medications. Um, and maybe, you know, that's the time to see like an epilepsy, you know, specialist maybe if they haven't been diagnosed with that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, a lot of things can cause seizures. Don't get me wrong. It could be sleep deprivation, you know, a lot of different things, but if it's a common thing, I would definitely, you know, Get, get, get to a neurologist, yeah. And I do want to say this, just take a moment out, and I, and I say this sometimes in, in some of my other uh, podcast episodes, is one is that I'm not a licensed therapist by yeah. any any nature or form, or, um, but I do look to help. Right. And, of course, Andre is not a professional doctor or yeah. anything <laughs> like that, but yeah. he has, both of us have, what we have is life experience. Right. And so that's what we're here to share is just kind of uh, what we've been through and try to help others and give advice based on, um, our understanding, but uh, we're not medical professionals, right. um, so just want to put that little disclaimer out there. Um, so don't say, "Well, he said <laughs> medically, yeah. uh, we're not giving medical advice in that in that aspect." Um, but we we are saying basically, "Hey, this is what we experienced, and we and we want to help." And so right. that's what uh, right. that's what um, Andre is saying here. And so you know, there's some other things that uh, I wanted to ask. You know, um, you know, what did it feel like? And this is more separating from the you know, the normal, you know, like medical side of things. But, and, and again, anything I ask, if it's something you're like, well, you know, I don't know, but what did it feel like, you know, to watch someone you love go through this, you know, your best friend, your brother, your, um, you know, if you took a moment to step back, kind of look, you know, what, what did that moment, what did that moment feel like for you? It felt, um, I guess I don't I don't know if you know the fans of the movie seen Infinity War. It felt <laughs> like at the end when kind of Thanos snapped his fingers, and every you know all your favorite superheroes turned to dust. My brother was my superhero, so uh, it was it was kind of I can kind of recall a situation to where, I mean you know he was having seizures that day and we we called the ambulance and you know there was a brief moment I think he was having you know back to back seizures. And there was a brief moment where he stopped. And me and him looked at each other, and he just kind of looked at me like, you know, how how long am I going to have to deal with this? I think that was kind of like a heart-to-heart me and him had when we were so close. And he just, he was like, you know, this is, I don't want to deal with this anymore, you know? Yeah. And, and so that was, you know, one of the things I can, you know, kind of recall and looking back on it. Um, but, uh, wow. yeah. What a way to put it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So now, yeah, it was your big brother too, right? Yeah, it was my big brother, man. So yeah. you looked up to him growing up, I can right. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, <clears throat> do you know, uh, you said, and I, I've already asked. I guess we know he was first diagnosed at around twelve or thirteen. You said, and yeah. then had to. So it's about twelve. He, he lived half his life without it and half of it with it, basically. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yep. When did you like? Um, no, that's not what I was gonna say. Did you ever feel, and this is just, you know, kind of coming from, you know, what I went through and what I've seen others go through, did you ever feel any guilt or did you ever feel like uh, there were moments where maybe you wished, like, maybe I could have done something else or I could have done more or I could have 
did you ever have any moments where you felt like kind of stuck or yeah i i did actually uh, you know i i felt like you know what when i used to you know go out or or go to places like without him when i'd leave him i'd be like you know I, i'm leaving him out to dry i mean cuz we were best friends yeah. so when i would go he'd just be like you know kind of you know wandering around like my best friend's gone i don't really have anybody here especially that i trust yeah that can take care of me in the in case something happens to me and so every time you know i, I kind of left and you know just playing basketball and just doing different things as a kid um i didn't know the other side i kind of now i you know take a look back at it and put myself in issues you know i was gone a lot and i wish those times i was gone i was you know there with him more um you know just in those times i can just recall like uh the actual night before it uh, it happened we were uh i think i was doing something you know uh, along the lines of i was out you know with my girlfriend which is now my wife and uh, i was supposed to amazing yeah. woman by the yeah, way from, from yeah. what i yeah. you know know Thanks. yeah um and so i was supposed to go home and i think this was around Mar- yeah, march and this was around march madness time for you know the basketball fans and we were supposed to we always that's something we always did and uh we didn't do it and i didn't and it's something in my mind you know told me like hey like you know go home you know you sh- yeah like you know but you know other things happen and you're just yeah. living life and and if it turns out that next morning you know that's when he passed <clears throat> and um like maybe you know stuff like that kind of makes me think like maybe i you know should have went home and you know, watched, you know, some March Madness basketball, not knowing that would be the last yeah. time we watched a tournament together, you know. And, and so, yeah, stuff like that, I, I think. So what would you say to somebody who is kind of beating themselves up or kind of feeling guilty or kind of feeling like, you know, this situation that happened is my fault or I should have done this differently? What what would be your advice? What would you say to somebody that's, you know, going through going through something and, and really dealing with it and dude, that feels like, man, I'm, I'm just stuck here and I just can't go move on because, you know what, that situation that happened, you know, I, I could have done something different or that's my fault because, what what would you say to that person? Uh, it, you know, well, you know, I believe in, you know, Jesus Christ and, mm-hmm. and you know, so um, I'm a firm believer in prayer and so that, that's what, what got me through the most, um, you know, just asking God to, you know, hey, take this off of me, take this, take this weight off of me, take this burden off of me. And, and and just allow me to live free so I can let it go. And I think that's the most important thing is you just, you know, you have to let it go. Um, in my opinion, God doesn't make mistakes. And so, you know, that was supposed to happen. Whether, you know, I did all the right things or what I did or didn't do, it was gonna, it was inevitable. It was going to happen anyway. So, I mean, you just have to dig deep and, and, and find the strength, yeah. you know, deep down to kind of let it go. Um, it, it's a, it's a hard process. It's a very, it's a very hard process cause you can feel a lot of guilt and it yeah. weighs you down. Yeah. And, um, that's when, you know, the prayer comes into play and you just have to ask God, you know, Hey, release these burdens from me. Give me, you know, some yeah. kind of, you know, release this pressure. Um, yeah. so I can just, you know, move forward with my life and, and, and live and live. Cause ultimately you're still living. 
Yeah. You know. And 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 it doesn't happen overnight, right? right. You don't right. go from one day like you said, you you probably felt, you know, after that, you know, being out that night, you probably right. felt for a while that probably you probably carried that a little while. Yeah. Um yeah. so I think you kind of have to grow in it, but you just yeah. I think the key is in in from what you're saying and my own experience, the key is you got to move on whether it's right. fast or slow, you got to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> what was life like after like um not just the guilt or well you're talking about that night but what um were there times after you know where you you felt certain ways or you know how did it or or more so um how have you taken the experience um and used it you know to to excel in your family life today how have you right. taken this experience and cause you sound like you've taken it and been like hey i'm gonna turn this into a positive yeah you know yeah. this happened and it, and it you shook your world um, but it sounds like you've, you've found a way to take that experience and use it, um, you know, in your life today. So kind of how have you transitioned that or kind of used it in your life today? Yeah, I, uh, actually my, my second son, he's actually seven. Um, and so him and my brother have the same birthday. Oh, wow. So when that all occurred, um, my, my son was really young. Um, and then my, my older, older son, he was actually, uh, a part of my brother's life too okay. so um but it was my younger son that actually that was born on his birthday that kind of let me you know know ease into the process a little bit more um yeah. and just with them being brothers I just kind of you know harp on it today just to, to make sure they're making it you know a priority to cherish each other as as brothers because you, you never know, know. They, yeah you never know and that's the your sibling, that's your blood. That's that's the only thing you know. That's gonna you have pretty much in this world is family, and uh, I just uh, there's a lot of things I see even today, um, just you know video games and, and and different movies. He was a big movie buff, so I continue <laughs> that. You know, <laughs> I yeah. continue to watch movies. I think I got like you know into movies because of because him. Of like him. all the movies. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and so I just. There's there's a lot of things that I, I I look at in a positive way that that yeah. helps me you know keep going. And I um, and I see you out there a lot with your kids. I've seen right. you, you play sports with them. Yeah. You're you know constantly interacting with them, and and I guess that shows like the experience. You're like I'm not gonna take this for granted. I'm gonna right, I'm right. gonna be with my kids. I'm gonna be outside. I'm yeah. gonna be chasing them around. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do whatever because it life is precious. And right, you right, never know. Right, right. You know, and I, I definitely just from from watching, I I see that. You know, yeah. I see that in you that you know family's important. Yeah. Um. You know. So. Um, so we talked about that. Um, so what does the future hold for Andre and the Odoms? You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, what are you, what are you looking to, to, to do going forward? You know, yeah. you still got kids are young yeah, and, yeah. uh, got, young. A, got yeah. a lot ahead in the future. So, yeah. Yeah. so, so the whole thing of my show is the what's next, you know, you go through yeah. something like that and, you know, and it affects your life and, and, uh, so, so what are the future plans? What does the future hold? Yeah, man. Uh, ultimately, I I want to be um, a coach, okay, and and uh, a teacher, and then I also want to uh, own my own indoor football facility oh, wow. and basketball gym. You know, in San okay. Antonio. Okay. You know, and so I just I want to do that to actually you know help people okay. more so than you know the lucrative and the money side of it. I think it's a, a passion you know, that I have, you know, pushing the next generation forward, and so including would, my kids. Would you say that Aaron has anything to do with 
kind of some of those decisions? Yeah, he, he does because me and him were very athletic growing up, and he was a big sports junkie. He was a big sports fan, and uh, he also played music. Oh, wow. So that's one thing. He played the, the saxophone and, the you know, a piano. And so that's another thing I kind of want to, you know, haven't, you yeah. know, told that to anybody yet. That's one of, yeah. you know, the hidden gems I got Close deep within me. Yeah, but <laughs> I kind of want to, you know, get into the music just to kind of, you know, carry on that legacy. Just the, you know, the fact that he was doing it. I know that I can do it. I mean, I don't know how to, you know, play any of those <laughs> instruments now, but. You're def- like, it's in the blood. Yeah, right? it's in the blood. Yeah, definitely go. going forward, you know, I would, I would definitely, you know, <laughs> want to carry on that, that legacy, um, you know, going forward. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool that you know you got that, and right. and uh, you know you got the wife and the kids, and right. Uh, right. So um, I think I think it's awesome though that you know like I said, one thing I see first and foremost is you putting them first, and seeing right. like you want to make sure that they have everything, yeah. you know, and then Andre's dreams come next. Yeah, right, um, right, so, exactly. Um, I see that, but um, so if there's one thing you could say to others, you know, about you know they're looking to, um, you know, to think about you know, being stuck or, you know, hey, they, they face this exact tragedy or something else or, or closely related and they're just, they're just stuck. Right. And they'd say like, you know, Dre, what do I do? I'm, I'm stuck. Um, I feel the guilt. I feel the pain. I feel the pressure. I feel all these things. And right. I know you're saying I got to move on, but I just can't, I can't move. Right. You know, what, what do I do? What, what would you say to them from your perspective is, is the first step to uh, moving out of that? Um, I think moving out of that, I think you have to find a specific routine. Something maybe you love, something, you know, take your mind off of it, something to make you, you know, keep progressing and moving forward. Um, but ultimately, you know, you have to, you know, keep pushing and moving forward. I know it's hard. It's going to be an uphill battle. Um, like I said, I'm a firm believer in prayer. Prayer, you know, goes yeah. a long way. Um, everybody's, you know, different, you know, different, you know, religions and, and everything. Um, but I think that really helped me and, and kind of helped me at the same time find a routine and something I love and something that propelled me. And then, you know, along with the prayer and then of course, you know, support from the family, friends, and then, uh, also my son, my, my son, my son helps me out a lot. It's kind of surreal. Some of the things that I, uh, that I do and, and that I see, um, or did see in my brother, I see in my son and I'm like, you know, Hey, you know, let's, let's keep pushing. Let's let's keep doing it. And, um, that, that keeps me going, you know, that, that keeps me going ultimately. And I think you have to find your why, you know, why are you, you continue to, yeah, find your why, why are you continue to keep pushing, keep thriving, keep living? Like why? Like, well, you know, and I think once you find that why, I think you'll have, you know, enough energy that'll give you a newfound, you know, pep in your step to keep, you know, keep pushing, keep, keep climbing. Um, you know, also, I mean, if you, you know, this is a new podcast, but I mean, if you, you, know, you could listen to the podcast and, yeah. and see that, you know, it, it's possible to survive, you know, it's possible to keep, you know, pushing, it's possible uh, just to keep living. And I think that's, you know, ultimately, you know, what will get you there. 
Yeah, and and that's the, that's the hope. That is the reason why I'm doing this, and and the reason why you know you, you wanted to come on is, right. you know, my goal is to help people, and I know that's what you want to do. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm hoping that somebody listening that gets to hear this episode, they hear it, and uh, you know, it, it helps them in their life, and maybe it's right. somebody that's dealing with directly right. the same issues you went through, yeah. or loss of brother in some way, shape, or you know, or or is hurting, or is or. Maybe they're just stuck, you right, know, and right, and right. you know, and I've never heard it put that way. Find your why. That's yeah. that's that's pretty good. You like yeah. your reason. Find your reason to right. to move forward and right. to to move to that next step. I think that uh, yeah. I think that's a big thing. You know, if if you know somebody can can do that and right. not stay stuck in that uh, right. in that area, and so you know, I meet a lot of people that that you know they end up there. Um, you know, I have, have close friends that. You know, I've as I've moved through life, even myself, right. and grown um, and matured in certain things. I look back at them and see, man, why are they still back at step one? I'm right. I'm not a step twenty yet, but I'm you know I've moved from step one, right? right? So I'm right. about halfway exactly. where I need to be. Exactly. You know, so it's about growing and maturing every day. But you look back and you see some people still at one, and you're like, man, bro, like what's right. why are you still there? And and so. You know, sometimes it takes somebody to go back and take them by the hand and say, "Let me help you to number two. Let right, me right. let me help you." And I think that's what we're doing. I think that's that's right. what we're trying to do now, right? Exactly. Kinda, exactly. Exactly. Kinda, so, to anybody that's listening, uh, Andre, you know, we hope hope that you'll be able to share this with your friends and your family and people right. that you connect with personally. Yeah. What is there that you would want to say on there to somebody listening right now, personally, uncle, aunt, cousin, you know, whatever, that you want to say, hey, you're listening to this. This is something I want to take a time to say to you that maybe I wouldn't be able to say to you face-to-face. So this gives you a moment to say something real that you would like to get out. So I would give you that opportunity. Right. Uh, what What would you want to say? Um, I, I definitely would want to say, uh, you know, make make your decisions wise um i was in church today and i was listening you know we we call her pastor v um that's our bishop's wife and and she kind of preached on um uh being tall as opposed to being weighty you know make make choices make weighty choices you know make the choices that are gonna actually like keep you grounded keep you going um you know do what's right you know versus what's easy um and just just find your purpose, you know. I think, and, and be intentional about like living. You know, it, it's uh, you know, we don't get time back. Yeah. So, and, I mean, that's just the reality yeah, of it's it. True. You know, and that that I mean, everybody can relate to that. You know, and, and it's and it's just kind of you have to really you know capture it, capture each moment. You know, cherish each moment, um, and you you have to really like like live live on purpose. You know, you have to. You have to, you know, and you have to, you have to, you have to cherish your life. You can't take life for granted, you know. You that, that's one. one thing. Yeah, you know, and, and that you only get one. And, um, and, you know, and it's a lot of people, you know, I mean, you know, we're Christians and, and you know, we everybody has, you know, different religion, religions and stuff right. like that. Everybody believes, you know, heaven and hell. And um, well, mostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly, <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> some um, people don't, but yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah. You know, some, depending on you know. What you I don't mean. want to interrupt the stream. <laughs> go, go ahead. Uh, um, but but yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's what what you do in this in this life that you know, echoes in eternity. What movie is that from? 
<laughs> Probably more than seven. <laughs> I see. I have one I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. take that for your own, man. Yeah, don't worry about that. I think look it up. Where, say, yeah, what movie is that from, man? <laughs> <laughs> gonna, man, you was yeah. going serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. But I like that you can switch from, you know, serious no, yeah. uh, to be. Absolutely. Uh, you know, have, have, some, have some humor in life, man. Life is, enjoy life. Um, if anybody, you know, wants any more information, you can go to epilepsy.com. Right. As a matter of fact, and they have a whole bunch of cool things. Actually, I'm going to go on there uh, actually when we leave um, and kind of look up. I think they have like a race that comes like to different, okay. you know, cities. Um, and you can kind of like walk. I think it's like a walk to end epilepsy. Um, and it's like a foundation. I don't know. The website has a lot of, of cool information. You can go on there and, and look it up, I believe, just off the top of my head. Okay. And, and I was looking up, there is a there is an epilepsy foundation. Right, um, right. They right. have a 1-800 number. Um, so share it now. It says yeah, Epsa, yeah. epilepsy. I can't say that word. Word. That word epilepsy word. awareness saves lives. Uh, learn more about uh, epilepsy like you're talking about in seizures yeah. now. Founded in 1967. Um, tax deductible na- donation, your unwavering ally, top epilepsy resource. Uh, so I guess this is a company that's out there. They have an eight hundred number, one eight hundred three three two one thousand. Easy number uh, to remember. Um, and there are other things that they show you: first aid for seizures. That's out there on the internet. You can right. look that up. Right. Um, yep. Basically says we'll just give these few nods at things that that we have out there on the internet is. Right. Uh, keep other people out of the way. Uh, clear hard or sharp objects away from the person. Right. Don't try to hold them down or stop the movements, right. like you said. Yeah. Uh, place them on their side. Help keep their airway clear. Yep. Um, look at your watch at the start of the seizure, the time of its length, and don't put anything in their mouth, it says. Right, so, right, right. Um, so those are just, again, just the Internet stuff. So if anybody, um, like uh, Andre was saying, I almost called him Lamar. <laughs> I'm thinking oh, about yeah. basketball. Yeah, 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 you know. I get that reference all the time. I'm like, no, nah, man, nah, nah, no relation, man. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> it's because you're wearing a purple shirt, yeah, man. That's probably thinking. Uh, probably what it is, man. <laughs> purple shirt here. <laughs> no, no, I, I said that jokingly. I know his name is Andre, um, but yeah, no. So. Um, you know, just sitting here with Andre and talking about these things. And so we're hoping that, um, you know, you get some help out of this and just realize that there are resources out there, like Andre said, yeah. um, you know, for anything. And you said you're going to look up this race thing. And so, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, the race, yeah. If you got more info on that when we share this, uh, when we post this out there on the page, okay. um, Andre can also share that link right. um, to yeah. that as well. Any yeah. information you find in that. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, we'll definitely so. do that. So that would be that would be good. So Andre, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, uh, you know, been been great to have you on here and talk about these things. And hopefully, we'll have you back on talking about some other stuff later. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, I had a podcast yesterday talking about uh, the Avengers Endgame. So oh, uh, you know, oh. diff- different subjects we can visit. Yeah. Um, so there'll be some you know for you listeners out there. Some of the podcasts are going to be very serious, like this one. Um, we'll have some that'll be lighthearted, um, so that way not every episode is is uh, you know on that. But our pulse is going to be the what's next, and so we right. know that the what's next for Andre. So let's uh, let's band together behind him, support him, let him feel that support um, as he seeks to move forward. And let's see. Hopefully, we 
<clears throat> get the news that there's that indoor uh, football arena and gym and all that coming yeah, up. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I sure. believe, you know, there's power in that faith. So, yep. uh, you know, so, uh, you know, let's all put that out there in the universe and it's out there now. Yep. And yep. so hopefully we're going to see that happen yeah. and yep. coming forward soon. Yep. And uh, so until next time, y'all take care. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens and ultimately what's, what's next. next? Hey.